This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. As we've been coaching and consulting our clients on sales and operations, one thing that keeps coming up is the idea of having skin in the game. Anytime you enter into an engagement, providing a service or a product, there is the need for trust on both sides. Company A decides to pay Company B to provide a service. Who blinks first? That whole idea of playing chicken, who has to pay first? Who blinks first? I was talking with a technician and he said that he only charges his clients after he is done providing a service. Now, personally, in my two decades of experience, I've gotten burned doing that. And after the first time it happened, I started charging deposits for my business management services. I was not going to get burned again. So when I explained this to him and described what had happened to me and how I started charging deposits for my services, he said, I won't pay the garage for service on my car until after they've performed the work and I pick up my car. And I said, you know why that works? Because they have your car. <laughs> That's the collateral. They, yeah, they, they did this work on your car. They performed service, but you ain't getting your car back until you pay for the service. Very simple. Yeah, you don't pay until the, the service and the work is done, but if you want to get your car back, guess what? You're, you're going to pay for it. You walk into Target and you make a purchase. Well, they're not going to let you walk out of the store and use those products until you've paid for it. So there's, there's always that skin in the game, the collateral, the paying the deposit in order to get what it is you need. So now let's go back to the business. A concerned citizen makes a donation to a community organization because he believes that this organization will use his dollars to the best of its ability. Perhaps he knows this because he's a board member or he's attended their community meetings or he volunteers for them or he's read their materials, there's probably some sort of proof that this community organization does what they say that they do and they do it well. So the, the skin in the game, the collateral is their reputation. Therefore, the donor buys their, their service by making a donation. Another example, a realtor and her seller sign a listing contract. The realtor spends money on advertising and marketing, perhaps even hiring a photographer or a videographer to take beautiful pictures or a 3D video of the house to put on the MRIS. She does this because she has faith that if she does a good job, she'll get the sales commission. The buyers enter into this negotiation because they know they don't have the skills and experience to do what the experienced, licensed realtor can do. A business consultant requires an upfront deposit and the client has faith that the consultant can do what he claims he can do. 
perhaps the buyer reviews testimonials and reviews and past performance criteria, perhaps asks for references to call. There also may be obvious ability in talking with the consultant. Here are my needs, here's what needs to happen, and then the consultant says, we're absolutely going to put this plan in place. It's gonna have elements A, B, C, and D. In other words, there's competency there, just like with the example of the realtor. You know, one industry where this idea of a deposit or the, the collateral doesn't work, tax preparation. I've talked with several CPAs, actually worked with uh, a few different CPA firms, and non-payment after services rendered is certainly an issue. Unlike the car, where you're going to pay for the service before they're going to let you have the car, most CPAs don't do that. They don't say, all right, well, we prepared the taxes, and uh, if you want us to file them, then you better pay us. I actually think that might be a good idea. Or when you sign the letter of engagement, perhaps put in a deposit. If, it's, if you're a regular client and customer, then it's probably you're paying about the same amount in tax preparation services each year. Maybe you pay half when you sign the letter of engagement and you pay half after they've submitted the tax return. There are so many different ways you could do this. And you might be thinking about your own engagement with your CPA and think, well, it, it, this works, this works. It works, especially if you pay and you're a good client of theirs. However, because I've worked with several CPA firms, it non-payment from some clients can be an issue. And I was delivering a communication training and, and training on customer service. And in the the exercise that we were working on, we said, well, let's say you have a client who hasn't paid. How would you communicate with them? And their answer was, "Uh, we probably just wouldn't follow up. (laughs) And I thought, isn't that interesting? Um, They wouldn't, they wouldn't follow up maybe because it was just too much effort, too much work. So they just, they just decided not to do that. I honestly don't know if that CPA firm is in business anymore. Uh, so that's that's very interesting. The idea here that I'm trying to get across is, yes, we're talking about um, invoicing and billing and payment of services, but it's because there's an element of trust, maybe a leap of faith, especially with a new engagement. And let's go deeper than just the the billing and the invoicing. Company A is contracting company B because company A has a need. There's something that they want. And maybe it's bigger than a want. Maybe it truly is a need. And this need must be met. And company B seems to be the provider who can make that happen. So there's a leap of faith. There's trusting. Yes, you do the due diligence to make sure you're making a good decision, looking at past performance, 
references, testimonials, how long you've been in business, whatever your particular criteria that help make you feel like you're making a good solid decision, apply that. So yes, you're taking a leap of faith, but it's not necessarily blind faith. This concept of having skin in the game or collateral could be applied to non-billing issues as well. You've tasked your team or department with this big, hairy, audacious goal and you want to empower them to reach that goal. But maybe because it's a big, hairy, audacious goal, they're going to have to do things in, in ways that they've never done before. So there may need to be leaps of faith on your part in empowering them and letting go and, and letting them do what they need to do in ways that they've never done before. They need to know that there's skin in the game and collateral, and that could look like a whole lot of different things. That could look like performance milestones and bonuses and promotions and acknowledgement and recognition. What's their skin in the game? What's yours? What's the collateral that you bring to your team as a manager or a leader? It's a pretty abstract concept, and I invite you to really look at that as the collateral that you bring. I'll give you a few places to start as you, as you ponder this deeply. Your natural talents and gifts and strengths are part of the collateral, especially if in your culture and workplace, it's one that honors someone's strengths that they truly do have the right people in the right seats. And so those people are working at their maximum potential instead of being in the wrong seat and trying to do something for which they are not appropriate. So some of that collateral is, are you maximizing your strengths and your potential? And are you allowing your team to do so as well? I mentioned workplace culture. That's part of the collateral, especially if it's positive. If it's negative, well, then it becomes a burden. What other forms of collateral allow you to have skin in the game? Do you need to beef that up any? How can you inspire your team members to have skin in the game? I'd love to hear your feedback and to see what this might be bringing up for you. I always invite comments, suggestions, questions, and conversations. And you can do that over at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive.